Hey there, I'm Tiffany. I'm a registered nurse with eight years experience and the Nursing Student Diaries podcast is all about helping nursing students make it through the crazy challenge called nursing school. My hope is you leave this show each week feeling empowered and encouraged to take on whatever nursing school throws at you. Nursing school can be tough, but you, my friend, are tougher. Let's do this. Hello and welcome back to the Nursing Student Diaries podcast. This is episode 10, and this episode is about advocating for yourself. So the idea for this episode came from someone on Instagram who DM'd me. We had a little chat about what kind of topics she wanted to talk about and wanted seen in the podcast, and this was one of them. We had a good discussion about it. So this episode is all about advocating for yourself. So the advocating for yourself can be in a classroom or clinical instructor setting, with nurses during your clinical rotations, even with nurses during your first job or your first brand new job as a nurse, and professors and advisors during online courses. So we're gonna go kind of how to advocate for yourself in those four scenarios. But basically the rules and principles that I go over, they apply to any kind of situation where you feel like you need to step up and say something to advocate for yourself in your learning environment. So the first one I want to talk about is classroom clinical instructor setting. When I was in my nursing program, in the BSN program, my clinical group, um, it was only about seven or eight of us, I believe. We felt like one of our instructors was being mean. She was belittling us. We were scared to go to that clinical rotation each week. I think this was a med surge clinical rotation, if I can remember correctly. And I just remember we all felt terrified for those eight hours that we were supposed to be with her. We felt like we couldn't ask her for help, advice. Felt like we really couldn't ask her anything, honestly. She would make sarcastic comments. She was really, really harsh in her feedback. Obviously, we're learning. We're not going to get everything absolutely correct, especially in a clinical setting. We're students. That's, That's what we're here for. We're here to learn. But we felt that we weren't learning anything in this type of environment. After a few weeks of just really going through the motions, we decided we needed to say something to the director of the nursing program. And honestly, I'm really glad we did. The whole vibe changed during our clinical hours with this particular professor. She was still really tough on us, but not in a mean way, in a way that we felt comfortable asking questions and receiving feedback. So we didn't go to the director of nursing and say, oh, professor so-and-so is being mean to me we just felt like what we interpreted her trying to teach us was coming off mean and we felt like after that we couldn't ask her anything so we weren't learning anything we were just going to clinical going through the motions being terrified to do anything to touch anything to say anything to answer any question because we were afraid that she was going to make fun of us And I remember her very vividly being so astonished that we thought that that was how she was coming off. She didn't even realize how her comments were coming off. So it was a good thing for both of us, for her too, as a professor, as a clinical instructor, to learn that her ways of teaching that she may have thought were working were not working for us. So I'm really glad that we actually said something instead of just going through the 15 weeks or whatever it was of that course, you know, being terrified and not learning anything other than how to be scared of people. (laughs) I tell you this story because maybe you've encountered something similar or going through a similar experience right now. I would urge you to speak up. 
I am definitely not someone who likes to rock the boat. And I know it can be challenging figures of authority or someone you look up to, but this is your education. This is your time to learn. And if you're too scared, too anxious, too apprehensive to just do anything in clinical or even in the classroom, you're missing out. It's only gonna hurt you and hurt your other classmates too. Like I said, it wasn't just me in that group. All eight of us felt the exact same way. And if we wouldn't have said anything, all eight of us would have been harmed. Our education, you know, wouldn't have been as good if we wouldn't have sat there and said anything. You're the one paying for this program. You are putting the work into this program and it is up to you to make sure that you're getting out what you're putting in. You know, if you feel like your clinical instructors or like a instructor in the lecture hall isn't giving you what you need to learn, you need to say something. Um, additionally, you may run into nurses on the unit, um, not just like in a job setting, but even just like in a clinical setting or even, like I said before, as a new grad, these nurses just aren't the right fit for your learning. I run into instances where nurses on a unit where you're doing your clinical hours, they look at students as free labor or they're just your runner. They use the pretense, well, they have to learn to make sure students do things that they themselves don't wanna do, such as taking patients to the bathroom, cleaning out bedpans, answering call lights, helping patients eat their lunch or dinner, give patients bed baths. Sometimes they force you to call the doctor for new orders, which is so terrifying when you're new. That was one of my, sidebar, that was one of my biggest fears when I was a new nurse was to call the doctor and ask them questions. I was so nervous. Anyway, off, the, off that tangent. But yes, these are things that we need to learn to do as nurses, but our clinical experience shouldn't just be being the nurse's runner. It shouldn't just consist of running around doing tasks from the nurses. Students need to learn how to perform full body assessments. They need to learn how to prioritize seeing patients, how to draw blood, how to start IVs, how to read a patient's chart, how to look at those lab and other results like your CT scan and understand the plan of care that the doctor has and kind of start to put those pieces together. Um, how to insert Foley's and NG tubes, how to calculate medication drips, how to pass meds, um, why the patients are receiving certain medications. Basically, your clinical is your learning time. It's not an excuse for the nurses to use you as free labor. Um, again, this is why you need to speak up. If you're feeling like you're not learning or pushing yourself or really getting any hands-on experience, hey, maybe the nurses in the unit are just too scared to even let you do anything. So I've encountered that sometimes in my workplace where there have been students with us on a certain unit and some nurses just don't let the students do anything because they're too scared the students will mess it up. Well, if the students aren't doing anything, they're not learning anything. So, you know, you can't, we can't abuse students either way. So if you feel like you are not getting out of your clinical experience what you need to, something needs to change. Again, this is your time to learn. And if you're not learning anything, you're wasting your time, essentially. Those clinicals are only eight hours or whatever it may be a week. Mine were only eight hours. Maybe it's different now, I'm not sure. Um, that sounds like a lot of time, but it's really not that much time. So if you feel like those nurses on that unit just aren't really giving you what you need, you need to say something. Um, the third instance, online learning 
It's a whole different environment than in-person learning. It is much more self-paced and you really have to be on top of your due dates and program expectations. There is no one reminding you of when things are due. It's really and truly up to you, which is a good thing and it's a bad thing. Especially when it comes to your practicum or your in-person clinical rotations. When I was in my bachelor's program, we automatically were assigned a clinical instructor and a location. That was it. We had no say in any of it. When you are doing your online learning, you actually do have a say in it, which again is a good thing. You get to pick where you want to go so you're not driving three hours to a clinical rotation. Um, But no one is setting you up automatically with someone. This is something that you have to take the time and effort to do. Usually you work with like an advisor or the field experience office and you get to choose where to do your practicum. But you need to make sure that the site and the preceptor that you use are gonna be accepted by your school and are gonna be a good fit for you. No one at your online university is gonna be making sure that you complete all these steps, by the way. (laughs) I have had people in my DNP program right now and my MSN program before this that have learned that the hard way. All of a sudden that deadline comes and creeps up and guess what? They haven't figured out where they're gonna go because they were waiting for somebody to hold their hand and do it for them. So this is something that you have to do yourself, making sure you stay on track. I don't want any of you to get to the end of any program and just get so close only to realize you have to postpone your practicum for like another two semesters because you haven't completed all the requirements. I would be so frustrated if that happened to me and I would be frustrated for you if that happened to you. So again, this is where the advocating for yourself comes in and your learning, it's so important. If you're applying to your practicum and you aren't hearing back from these sites or these preceptors, or even from the field experience office, you need to start the communication. Don't assume they're just gonna reach out to you if they have issues or questions, or if they even need more information. In addition, if you're not satisfied with that person you get set up with on your clinical rotations, or you choose to follow to complete your practicum, you need to have that conversation with them and possibly find somebody else. Again, like I said before, with your clinical experience, your practicum, you're only going to get out what you put into it or what your experience is. If you're just phoning it in for eight hours a week and you're not really learning anything, it's only going to harm you in the end. I mean, it sounds great to have eight hours of doing nothing a week and you just pass, but honestly, in the long run, it will hurt you. So now that we've gone over a few of these examples, what are we going to do about it? You need to figure out who you speak, who you need to speak to. Sometimes you have to go up the chain of command. If someone isn't responding or listening to you, keep going up. So say, for example, you feel like your clinical instructor, you know, is using some tactics that just really aren't vibing with you. They're not working for you. You're not really learning anything. Like to use for my example, you're scared to ask questions. So you can go to your clinical instructor to say, hey, you know, I'm, I'm really nervous to answer your questions. Is there something I'm doing wrong? Is there something that we can like work on? If they're not giving you a good enough answer or you feel like they're brushing you off, you need to go up to whoever's higher than them. For us, it was the program director for nursing. If that person, you know, doesn't respond to you, you need to go up even more to like the dean of nursing and so on and so forth. And also I would suggest to come up with a concrete example. You can't just say, Professor so-and-so is mean to me. You have to say something like, The nurse I'm following during clinicals won't let me do any patient care. 
or my professor is brushing off my questions and I feel like I'm not getting any concrete answers. If you say like, you know, you feel like you're being bullied but you can't back it up, they're not gonna look at your claim as legitimate. And also you can't, there are gonna be professors that are tough on you, sidebar, and if they're tough on you but you're still learning, that's still okay. If they're tough on you in a way where they're being mean to you and they're belittling you and you feel like you are stuck and you can't learn, that's not okay. That's where that concrete example needs to come in. Having these examples also show that you're more interested in your learning than just being a complainer. So this is where those people higher up will listen to you and take it more into um, consideration if you have those concrete examples. So in us in our situation, we had two or three examples in clinical where we felt like she was laughing at us, she was making fun of us, etc. So um, I hope these topics um, were helpful to you. I hope these tips were helpful. My examples were helpful. As I said, um, there are many situations in nursing school and even as a new nurse or even when you start a new role in the nursing field where you need to step up and advocate for yourself maybe in the classroom or the clinical instructor setting, maybe the nurses during your rotations, like I said, your nurses on the unit, and maybe your professors or advisors are giving you trouble during your online courses. Um, I hope that, the, like I said, these tips are helpful and I will chat with you next time. Hey, thank you so much for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please post it on Instagram stories and tag me. My Instagram handle is at Tiffany Gasai. Also, feel free to DM me on any topics you want covered in the future. Talk to you soon.